get it out of It is Wednesday and um, Chinchek is back. We missed Monday just. It was a hectic schedule, people. But don't fear. We're going to be previewing the weekend's action. Because, you know, no fights this weekend. Um, So, it's a two-parter. Because there was a lot to cover, right? So, in part one, we are looking at Friday's action. Invicta and LFA people so sit back and we're gonna get it popping Yo people the action started on Friday with Invicta on Axis 1 or otherwise known as Invicta 44, right? Invicta of a new home. They're now on Access TV. So, although, you know, the uh, the broadcast partner has changed, still got the same old team involved. And, hey, still very enjoyable. You know, coming from Kansas City, this first event Six six fights, so we had two prelims, and then four on the main card, which is interesting because you don't always get a prelim as such with Invicta. Yeah, it all kind of just flowed into one, right? So yeah, it started off with the prelim, and we had two fighters making their pro debut. A flyweight fight between Christy Yandoli and Elise Pone. So it's a you know a tentative start, right? Which you know you can definitely understand two fighters making their pro debut. You know, we get some exchanges of kicks, but they're trying to feel everything out now. Pone has definitely got some heavy leg kicks, right? But you can see Dole, you know, she's, um, it looks like she wants to keep the fight at range, right? But as the round goes on, things are getting a bit more heated. You know, like they, you can see they're getting into the vibe of it all, right? And um, Dole's using a front kick, right? And... As the fight is just ending, Pone hits a head kick. Hits a head kick and really just turns up the heat. So we're coming into round two. And now they're engaging right away. Right? There's no feeling out. Pone hits another head kick. Dole, though, you know, she's um keeping her wits about her. 
right? She she's trying to move about, but it, it's Pone that's turning it on, right? She's the one that is. I think she's just got this killer, killer in her, man. But she went for Dole. I mean, it is a fight, right? So I mean, it makes sense, right? Now Dole, she's trying to. Keep it at range She's trying to keep Pone away So she's utilising the front kick That did work well for her in the first round But There's not any Sting to it There's no oomph right? She's using it as more of a Range finder When she needs to be using it As a power jab So Pone Is just able just to March through it Mark through it and uh, just get that pressure. She's landing big shots, landing big shots. Dull, yeah. I mean, Yandel. You know what I mean? She's just a bit. Ah, I don't know what to do. Right? She she definitely got rocked. Right? And she just. I I think it's one of those moments, right, where. You realise what's in front of you And your brain isn't just You know, your brain's taking a while to catch up It's just like, ah, fuck As you can see, that she's she seems caught in between decisions Which isn't something that you can do So she ends up on the fence with Pone Just raining shots until the referee stops it Now... It was a very good debut from Pone. And I don't think this is it for Chrissy Yandoli. You know, it, as I said, look, it, it's one of those moments, right? You get caught. And you could see she was caught between, am I going to take her down? Am I going to strike? Am I going to kick? Like, what? you know, which, which is a dangerous thing. But now she's been in that moment, right? So in the next fight, I am sure she's going to be more... Relaxed in the cage So from there we go to the strawweight division And we've got Arena Melendez Against um, Fatima Klein So Melendez, she's had one pro fight This is Klein's debut And um, yeah this was a this was a fast one, right? Klein comes out moving forward, right? So um, Melendez, she you know she throws a kick. Klein catches it and she uses an ankle pick to get it to the ground, right? Melendez is doing her best to avoid damage. But Klein is, you know, just getting off some good shots. Right, getting off some good shots. Klein's looking to improve her position. Melendez, she's fighting. Fighting it. But in a scramble, Klein takes the back. As, you know, they're rolling through. Uh, you know, Melendez, she's um, looking to stand. Looking to stand up But in doing that She doesn't protect her chin Doesn't protect her chin Allowing Klein to get an arm underneath 
And that's it. That's it. There is nothing left for Melendez to do because Klein has just got that killer grip in and it's over. It's over. A very impressive debut for Fatima Klein. And, um, you know, uh, uh, definitely a, a, a great vibe to lead us in to the main card. So the Invicta main card, which is a bit of a flyweight showcase, starts off with a very fun flyweight bout between Maria Jose Favela and Josie Stoltz. So this fight, it was very close. Oh my God. Both fighters had their moments in there, you know, and I think it came down to the third round, because in the first round, you know, Stoltz, she comes out really fast, you know, calf kicks, yeah, she's, um, leg kicks, she's really looking to, um, put it on, uh, Favela, right, closing that distance, trying to get a takedown, right, Favela, uh, she manages to power on top the first time out, but, Stoltz, you know, she's very tenacious, she gets takedowns, but for Vila, you know, she's able to get up, like, she doesn't stay on the ground, she implements a nice tie plum, landing some very good knees, right, so it is a very, very close round, in the second round again, very close, you know, they're both, you know, trying their thing, Stoltz, you know, she again, she's looking for a takedown, for Vela's landing some good knees, head kicks, she has a nice right, right, it, it's just one of those things, and for Vela, again, gets on top, gets on top during a scramble, um, so yeah, it, it's very close, now in the third round, again, it's very back and forth, but when Favela escapes a takedown attempt, she trips over, which allows Stoltz to get on top, get into mount, and drop some elbows as the round comes to an end. And I think that is the that's the big difference there. Because it was so damn close. So damn close. A really a really fun fight right there. So, yeah, I, I think we've got some good things in store from both fighters. But it does mean Stoltz, she's 3-0. So, hey, very good start for her to her career. So, our next fight is another flyweight bout. Right, this time it's Juliana Miller against Claire Guthrie. So, two very promising Invicta athletes right there. This fight really kind of came down to composure. And that's not a knock on Miller. Because, look, we've seen Miller perform extremely well in Invicta. And on, um, you know, the combat jiu-jitsu uh, stage. Right, she's got good grappling. I, I think, though, we didn't see the same Miller as we did in December. She was just really amped. Really amped. And, and it, I think there was just way too much energy. 
So she was rushing her work tonight, which, you know, we didn't see that before, right? Maybe it's because it was such a big card. You know, it's just that enthusiasm. And she hasn't worked out a way to kind of focus it. But, yeah, she was, you know, she came out real hard and fast, you know, throwing shots. But it it just allowed Guthrie to, you know, see what she's doing, step out and land and counter her. You know, Miller was really trying for a takedown. And Guthrie punished her with elbows. Those Travis Browns, you know what I mean? Now... Miller does get a takedown in the third, but she can't hold it. You know, Guthrie's straight back up. And again, it's because um, she's just rushing. You know, instead of holding that position, setting, working to get around, looking for those openings. It's just like, okay, now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to do that. You know, and on the feet, it meant, you know, she's not setting any of her shots, so they're not landing with any power, while Guthrie, you know, Guthrie is is putting something behind her shots, right, so you've got a, a, a very, you know, big contrast in how they're performing, and how they're getting the job done here, so, where, you know, Miller is good, you know, Guthrie, she just utilised that experience of fighting so many top fighters, right, she, she's been under those headlights, she knows what it's like, and we saw that experience really just come through, come through, you know, <laughs> Like a ray of sunlight on a cloudy day, people. But she was so composed and just controlled the fight, right? But she knew what was coming, you know. Where Miller was just so amped, she's telegraphing everything, you know. But I think this is definitely something where she's going to learn from it. And we'll see an improved Miller in her next fight. But it does help Guthrie move a bit closer to a possible flyweight title shot, you know, and people talking about title shots, because our next fight is the first of our two title double header matches, right, we start off with um, the Atomweight title, and Alicia Zapatella puts her crown on the line against Jessica Delboni. This was such an interesting fight. Goes to a split decision in the end. And it was so close. Right? It was so close. Right? I, I think, um, yeah, in that first round, Zapatella, you know, she um, did some good work. Right? Did some good work. And gets a head and arm takedown. Which, um, yeah, Delboni is, you know, she's on the ground and until the very end where she gets up. 
But uh, I think Del Boni landed some good shots in that round, but you kind of felt that probably Zapatella took it. Now, going forward, Del Boni does a great job at stuffing the takedowns. You know, she's um, landing some very good knees. You know, she's doing some really good work, right? Um, you know, working that jab. In the third round, she stuns Zapatella with a nice right. right. So it is really, really just close. Zapatella can't get a takedown. You know, she's getting stuffed. And Delboni is landing some really good shots. You know, in the fourth, you know, Delboni continues to land some big shots, especially at the end of that round. You know, she's starting to put it on Zapatella, right? In the fifth, Zapatella comes out hard and fast. She knows she needs a good round, right? She's looking for that takedown, but Delboni continues to stuff it. Now, Zapatella is landing the right well. She's moving forward, but Delboni really eating those legs. Really eating those legs. She starts to move forward. She continues to stuff those takedowns. To be honest with you people, I had it as Delboni just edging out the fight. Right, but as I said, it was very close. So although Zapatelli, you know, she um, oh my God, what's the word? Defends her belt. <laughs> I don't know why I forgot. Defend. She defends her belt. Right. Um, it was so close that you you that, yeah, it's not a robbery, you know. But I definitely feel that if these fighters fought ten times. It's going to be a different result each time. It was that close. And you you just feel they will meet again. They will meet again. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Right? So then we move on to the main event. Which is for the vacant flyweight belt. We have um, Diana Torricotto against Karina Rodriguez in a um, a very interesting you know five round affair people I think one of the big things in this fight was Tor um, Torcato's power I think it, I think you could see she probably had the heavier shots and she hurts Rodriguez in the first round you know what I mean so you're just like oh shit What's going to happen here? But what we saw, right, and it was so interesting. Rodriguez wins it with her work rate. You know, she's using the jab very well, and she's throwing more volume. Right, as the fight's going on, you know, Tokyo, she, she lands some good shots. But we're just not seeing the volume out of her. Right, and it, it, it was a little baffling. Because when she's landing, she's landing well. Her right is doing a very good job. But for some reason, she's just not throwing enough. Like, you're just like, ah, throw more shots. 
be a bit more active, and it's not a case of, yeah, you know, being crazy in there, but she just needed to be a bit more active, and, you know, the fight might have gone a different way, but, yeah, she was a little hesitant, maybe she was a bit cautious of the gas tank, right, because, you know, neither fighter has been overly active in the last few years, so it could be that, but I don't know, but I I think going forward, when she looks at the tape of tonight, I think she's going to be a little bit frustrated, you know, I think she's going to look and think, I could have thrown more, could have been a bit more active, but, you know, going forward, right, I think that's what we'll see, and who knows, I think this fight could happen again down the line for sure. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there are some very interesting fights ahead for both fighters. So, um, yeah, some fun times, people. But this was a very good event. Had a lot of fun and looking forward to, uh, well, actually, I say that we know what's coming next. So there's going to be another Phoenix series. And this time it is the Atom weights, bom bom bom. So yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that for real. And maybe, maybe that will be a a, a nice little highlight and a kickstart for the UFC to announce at some point when they will do, you know, open up their atom weight division. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, fun Invicta fights and looking forward to the next one. So, also on Friday night, we had LFA 108, right? Friend V. Rodriguez. And the winner of the main event would become the new LFA middleweight champion, right, so there was definitely a lot to play for, I have to say, right, when it comes to tournaments, this was a good tournament, because it started in January, it's ending now, didn't drag on way too long, you know, that's how tournaments should be, they they shouldn't take a goddamn year, right, just saying that, I mean, Bellator, take note, people, take note, Right, so we had um, Ron Funch. No, it's not Ron Funch. God damn it. It's wrong. Um, who's the motherfucker? Oh, my God. Um, man, this is going to bug me now. Mm, it's Kruk. It's Kruk. Ron Kruk and Michael Chiesa. Ooh. Whoa, that took way too long. Um, yeah, they were in the booth, and we had some, we had some great fucking fights, people, oh my god, right, so, um, what, six fights in the main card, four finishes, you know what I mean, four finishes, so two submissions, two TKOs, and then two decisions, right, so, not a bad night, not a bad night at all, it all opened up with 
Stephen Morrell against Bryce Meredith in the Bantamweight Division, people. And I think the big one about this was that Meredith was making his debut. You know, first pro fight, which, although Morrell was... um, yeah, I mean, a seasoned fighter. He's he's coming into the fight five and six, and listen, I I, I do think, you know, he he was chosen well for this fight. It is still a very dangerous one for Meredith, because as we've seen, you can have a a you know. A good number of losses, but still be dangerous as hell. You know, case in point, Anthony Smith. You know, what I mean, if Anthony Smith was a boxer, he would not. He he wouldn't have the fights he's had, right? He wouldn't have had the title shot. He wouldn't get those opportunities. But this is MMA, and that is why it's so fucking fun. So yeah, this fight, man, Meredith out the gate. Came to go Came to go man And he's landing well on the feet Right It's very impressive Morale you know I mean? he, He's looking to do his thing Landed a good body kick Right But Meredith is pushing forward He's using the range Pretty well You know Utilizes some eight leg kicks Um, He Comes forward And I think the the problem is He does come forward A little bit Centre line He's coming forward And his guard Not fully up Which allowed Morel To land A very stiff 1-2 Stunning Meredith Right and Morel, man, he grabs that guillotine, grabs that guillotine, and whew, for a moment, it looks like Meredith might lose that pro debut, and Morel would just be, man, he'd be the toast, right, all those people that counted him out, and he gets the big win, yo, but no. Meredith is able to um, pop his head out. Now, out of all of this, where all of this is going down, I've got to say, Meredith keeps his composure. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem phased at all. You know, which is really impressive for someone making their debut. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he pops his head out. And now he's on top, which is always a problem. And so he's just dropping that ground and pound. Morale is, you know, trying to move to a better position, but he can't. You got a wrestler, a decorated wrestler on top of you. He's going to have good control, right? And that's what we see. And that ground and pound just wears on morale. And the referee has to jump in and stop it. Now, the good thing about this fight, I've got to say, is Meredith 
although coming in as a favourite, faced adversity. You know, he 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 ate that big shot, got himself in a dangerous position. So I I think it's good to get that out of the way. Now, obviously, look, that's not going to be the first time that happens to him, but. It means he's coped with it. He's coped with it. So when it happens again, he's not going to panic. So definitely a very good win for Bryce Meredith here. Uh, So then we go to a flyweight fight. We got Nick Clem against Clayton Carpenter, who's actually a teammate of Meredith. And again... We have another good friggin' fight here, people. Oh, my gosh. We really do. You know, so they both come out. They're exchanging kicks. Carpenter, you know, he, he's landing a, a very nice knee, right? Tries to do a hip toss takedown, but Clem blocks it. They're clinching up. Clem, I think mean, Carpenter... You know what I mean? He, he's got Clem on his back, but Carpenter drops down. Does a front roll on the leg. He's got it locked up. A little bit of manoeuvre and bing, bang, bomb. Clayton Carpenter sinks in a knee bar. Nicholas Clem, nothing he can do but tap. Very good win right there. From Clayton Carpenter, which takes him to 4-0. You know what I mean? Not bad at all, people. Not bad at all. So now we go to a latest strawweight fight. We've got Taina Valle against Catherine Pruprocki. So, um, you know what I mean? Both... Uh, had you know a good number of fouts. It's pretty, it's pretty similar here. You know, so it's a it's a well put together fight. But who's gonna prevail? This is a really good fight. Both young ladies are just really well matched. You know, on the feet, Valet is throwing some heavy shots. Really heavy shots, looking to push forward, all of that. Now, Paprocki, she's, um, you know, she's she's doing her thing. Atlanta, very nice step-in elbow. Oh, very nice step-in elbow that definitely makes Valet take a little moment, right? Take a little moment. But... I don't know, man. You're you're looking at this, and it does kind of feel that Valley might have the edge on the feet, just might, right? But the thing that really separates the two of them is Proprocki's ability with the takedowns. So she ends the first round with a takedown, and in the second round. She's also able to get a takedown. She gets into mount, right? There is a moment she gets a takedown, gets into mount, but for somehow, like, you, you're like, how the fuck did Valet escape? But Valet escapes, which is super impressive. 
You know what I mean? Super impressive. But that does seem to be the big factor in this fight. You know? Does seem to be it. And I think all of that just... Having, you know, someone on top of you, wearing on you like that, you could see that it was taking its toll on the valet as the fight was going on. You know, she was still, you know, having some very good moments on the feet, but we then get to a point in that third round, and, um, yeah, Perpocky is... Man, she is landing some good shots. It's the body kicks. She's got a good right, right, which she's countering very well with. And she's able to get on the back of Valet, sinking that rear naked, sink it in, right? She And this is a crazy thing, right? She jumps on her back. Right, valet standing, jumps on the back, she's got it in, and she's squeezing, puts valet out on her feet. Now, what I was a little surprised at, the ref didn't call it there and then, right? Because when someone goes down the way valet goes down from standing, you gotta kind of assume that fighter is out. But he, he let it... Now, he didn't get it, let it go on for too long, right? He did eventually call it. And Valet didn't take... I think she might have taken one shot, if that. So, there is that. You know what I mean? She, Valet didn't have to suffer. So, there was that. But, yeah, it, I was just surprised the ref didn't just call it then and there. But, great win from Proprocki. And the fact that she stops it with, I think, a minute left just shows how much she wanted that fight. So, um, good job. I think Valet just needs to work on that takedown defense. Because on the feet, she looked very good. Looked very good. It was just, ah, it was just a wrestling that, you know, just got her. But, uh, you know, these things happen, people. So, from... You know what I mean? Being in the lower divisions, we then jump all the way to our sole welterweight clash on the card. We've got Ernesto Arcuna against Tyler Ray. This fight was... Hey, this was a little crazy because Ancona hadn't fought since October 2014. Right, the 18th of October 2014 was his last fight. So he's been out of the game for a while. But, yo, Agona made this a fight. Hurts Ray in that first round. You know, he stuns him. Stuns him with some good shots. Right? And that was after being taken down and... You know, Ray attempting a rear naked choke on him. But Akona spins out of that, gets up, lands a good knee, you know, puts some more shots on Ray, and then, um, yeah, hits him with a real nice left that stuns him. Right? So, 
it was all lacuna in that first round. Uppercuts. He read some good rights utilizing the jab. It looked like Ray could have a problem. But second round, Ray comes out, hey, comes out moving forward, not hesitant after the first round. I mean, he's just straight up in it, which you got to give him props for. Because I think that was, I that you know what I mean that was a, a definitely a moment where, you know, with Ray being the favorite, it looked like everything was off, everything was off. But no, Ray stayed the course, and I think that big first round, that kind of, it took it out of a corner a little bit. Which listen for someone that hasn't fought for a long ass time. You gotta give it to the man. He came in on short notice, and he puts on a very, very good performance. You know, uh, it is just that. It is just the fitness of Ray keeps him in it, and allows him to just persevere throughout the fight. Right, so I think Ray edges it, but. Definitely not a bad performance from Akuna. And you gotta say, right, with a full camp, Akuna's gonna be a problem. For sure, Akuna's gonna be a problem, you know what I mean? But uh yeah, good win for Ray, especially after being in so many problems in that first round. But that sees us to the co- Main event Right, it's a flyweight bout Between Rodney Kalui And Mark Klimako Ah, man This fight, right This fight Both Were well matched Gotta give it that, right Both were well matched Both coming in Trying to do their thing but it, it's just Kilmako's, kill he's tank, he didn't stop, didn't stop, just was able to continue to put it on Kalaki, that's what that, I think that was the big thing, now, I will say, like, Kilmako, He's getting all the takedowns. He he's keeping that pressure on. I think if he could have, like, held Kilmako down, I mean Kalaki down, right? I think that would have been very good for him, right? But Kilmako was getting a lot of takedowns. He was putting it on Kalaki for sure. Yeah, gotta think like Kilmako was a bit like Marab Dallas, really. You know what I mean? Was a bit like that with just those takedowns, that relentless style, sticking to his opponent. But I think Marab has a little bit more control. And if Kilmako can get that, it's gonna be all over, man. Because he just he just put that work on. He put that work on and looked good. Definitely looked good. You know, Kalaki, he was trying. He he was trying. He didn't give up. You know what I mean? He, he was definitely 
you know, looking to put some shit on Kilmaki, looking to do it, right, but he just wasn't going his way, man, wasn't going his way, because he just couldn't stop, couldn't stop those takedowns, so, very good from, uh, you know, Mark Kilmako, and we'll see what happens with him next, but, it's all about that main event, all about the main event and seeing who's going to be the new middleweight champion. Because the belt's vacant. You know, I believe the, the you know previous dude, I think they went to, um, I think they got signed by Bellator. I think that's what happened. So, yeah, title vacant, both. Both looking to do a thing, right? Which, whoo, what's going to happen? And this fight, oh my gosh, this fight was so good. So good. Great way to end the, end the night and lead us into the weekend, people. So friend comes out, takes center, and he is utilizing that jab so well. Really using that jab so well, you know? Um, yeah, he's just doing everything he can, throws a nice jump knee, but Rodriguez, you know, he's not faced, he's circling away, throwing those leg kicks, friend, um, you know, he, he's moving forward, right, he's moving forward, looking to do a thing, he's, um, yeah, lands a nice body kick, Rodriguez comes forward with a jab, and... Man, lands a right, lands a really good right hand, connects and shakes friend. Friend goes down, and Rodriguez, whew, he, he's all about the pain now. He's dropping shots, dropping shots on friend. And you're thinking, oh, fuck, is it, is it done? Is it dumb? Friend, he manages to get up. He's trying to avoid damage. Trying to avoid the damage. Moving away. You know, doing the things that you, you should do. But Rodriguez continues to push forward. Lands two rights. And again, friend. Oh, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. He gets a clinch. But Rodriguez hits him with an elbow. Friend, he throws a left. You know what I mean? He's trying to do anything to stay in this fight. Fries a, fr- throws a left. They get into some space. And you think, okay, what's going to happen? Is friend going to survive this? How's this going to go? Rodriguez lands a devastating right hand. Ooh, off a leg kick, right, friend throws a naked leg kick, and it's the reason why you're told never throw a naked leg kick, because the other person can counter, and Rodriguez does just that, sends a right down the pike, Oof, people, you know what I mean, yo, that, that was it, man, Friend goes down, and no, 
Gregory Rodriguez, he picks up the strap. He's the new LFA champion, people. Oh, my God. That just did not see that shit coming. Like, out of everything, you thought Rodriguez would probably have the advantage on the ground. Do you know what I mean? You thought Friend has probably got more power. He's probably got that advantage on the feet. But, yeah, Rodriguez ends it. Ends it standing. And I think it's just Friend was super comfortable, which definitely not a bad thing. But it, it, it's just that, that comfortability in there. Man, there was just... He just let his guard slip just that one time. Just that one time and he gets caught. Right? And that was it. After getting caught like that, it, it's just trying to catch up. Trying to catch up. And when you've got someone like Rodriguez who is continuing to pour it on, not giving you a moment's respite, oh, man, it was an uphill battle. And, yeah, friend wasn't able to survive. So, mad congrats to Gregory Rodriguez. And let's see what happens with him going forward, shall we? You know what I mean? Because, hey, the announcement made a good point, right? Previous winners, they get signed. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't stick around in the promotion that long. So, let's see what happens with this one, shall we? But... Yeah, great way to end Friday. Okay, people. So, yes, that is it for part one. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had fun. We are back. Remember, part two. So, hey, go check that out for Saturday and Sunday's action, people. You don't want to miss it, obviously. All right, see you in a minute.